0: Welcome to the Diversity on the Hill podcast. Here are the ground rules for our conversation. Openness. Mistakes are welcome. Enjoy the conversation.
1: Why, hello there, and welcome to the Diversity on a Hill podcast. I am PJ, and I am sitting across from my man, Curcio.
0: PK. P-
1: PK. How you doing, brother? I'm starting
0: to embrace this PK thing, yeah. man. I'm trying to match your level of excitement. Oh, man. I love it, dude.
1: You doing all right?
0: Yeah, man. Sweet. L- so, Looking forward to our clickbait.
1: Oh, we got a clickbait episode today. But Oh, first, lots of fun. First, are you ready to debate me? Debate you? Yeah. What? So, today is Wednesday. Yes. The day after the first presidential debate. Oh. And I'm in a debating
0: mood. Oh, oh, are you man. ready? Oh, All right. All right. Let's see how we can work this out. Wait. As long as we're not <laughs> behaving like <laughs> that. Exactly my point. You see what I mean? No, I'm debating. Is that, is that not debating? No. What? Not like that. This is exactly <laughs> how dare what you? they did.
1: How dare you tell me I, I, I'm this is not the way to debate? <laughs> So, did you watch it? Sadly. I did not.
0: Oh. And I'm happy about it. Dude, I'm glad you did. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm going to reserve my...
1: (laughs) I have heard many people talk about it, and they all kind of have the same reaction. I did hear some clips because I knew we'd probably be talking about it today. Yeah. But I did not want to spend two hours on what I thought was going to (laughs) happen
0: and what did happen. Man, you know, I went to this debate... Uh Hoping to. I had an open mind. Did you? I really did. Being an independent, I Mm -hmm. was like, I really want to hear where they stand, where they're going, what they're trying to accomplish. I really try to give them the benefit of the doubt, my honest and open mind. Mm,
1: That's big of you.
0: Oh, it was such a waste of money As
1: life. a political agnostic, I knew it was going to be a waste of your time <laughs> You should have just called me I and said, hey, do I have any hope of picking something up here? I would have been like, no, nah, probably not Dude,
0: oh man Well, I hope that our listeners did I don't know if they did or didn't But I guess you got some clickbait for me So
1: Yeah, t- today's a, a, a clickbait episode So we will get into that in just one second We'll be right back I like it. I like it. We
0: need some sound effect uh, machine or yeah, something yeah. like that. That'd
1: be awesome. So our my first clickbait is a YouTube video that I saw, and it goes well with actually the political sphere. Okay. Um, and so what it is is, especially after the debate, what it is is this video about. Uh, it was a school a university. I can't remember what university it was, but they were doing some research, mm-hmm. and they were doing a research on social media and how it affects uh, people's views okay. on, on topics. And they were mainly looking at political kind of things, okay. p- political topics, or things that tend to, to fall into political realms. Mm-hmm. And so they, they did a, a study. They basically ran a social media kind of site, or just, I don't know exactly how they did it, but they ran these groups, and they got their political affiliation. Okay, And so the first thing they did was they selected topics and then they put all of the Republicans in one social media cluster. So all they could could do was share with each other. Interesting. Yeah. And they put all the Democrats together and they did the exact same thing. The research showed that basically they learned nothing. That's what the research showed, that at the end of it, their ideas were the same and all their beliefs were the same. And the facts, they didn't really learn many new facts. It was all just, so basically, it was kind of this, what I would call inbreeding of thoughts.
0: So it was what they expected it to be.
1: Yeah. And it was basically what we like to call echo chambers. Yes. So they were just echoing back what they were saying. So they'd say something, and, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they'd say that same beliefs. Mm-hmm. Now, in the, in the, in the study, they did not tell each group that they were only talking to each other, by the way. So oh. they didn't know they were only talking to Republicans and only to Democrats. Mm-hmm. They just knew they were talking with people. Mm-hmm. They didn't know what political or what affiliation it was, but they just let them go. They didn't realize it was a closed circuit to mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. So then what they did then was they and they didn't broadcast it. They didn't say you're Democrat or you're Republican. Please don't you know, say that. Um, Then the next part of the study was they then Mm cross-pollinated. So they put, like, in one group, they put half Democrats and Republicans, and the other one they did the same. So they had these two units. And what they did and what they showed there was a very interesting kind of result. They found out that at the end of this, their knowledge of the subject had grown in both groups. Okay and that they had actually been opened up to new ideas and were now sharing different ideas that they didn't normally have. So really? their understanding of the topics and their ability to change their own ideas was was exponentially... Uh, elevated? Elevated, yeah. Great word, I love it. Yeah. You're elevating me right now.
0: Uh, I don't know about that. So we're elevating each other. They did a third
1: part, though, however. Uh-oh. So they kept those... They mix it up again, Democrats and Republicans. Mm -hmm. But this time, they put on the subjects, they put them in a political um, wrapping. So they said, here's the Republican view. Here's the Democrat view. And so now they put this this side to it, right, this Mm -hmm. partisanship to Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And they found out once they did that, so once they knew they were arguing for their point or their side— all of a sudden, their growth stopped, and, they, and it was almost like the first control group again. They didn't learn anything. As a matter of fact, they were more resistant to change than they were at the very beginning when they were in the echo chamber. Mercy. Interesting study. What do you think of that?
0: I think that it's extremely telling of our behavior mm. as humans where we run the risk that if we're only pumping ourselves with what we're comfortable with Mm. and what coincides with what we already believe, it just shows how stagnant we can become. Right. We stymie our, our growth when we, when we don't go outside of our comfort zone. Yeah. When we only listen to what we want to hear. Exactly.
1: I mean, to me, this is like I loved it because it's kind of what I feel like we're trying to do here and having these conversations of trying to look at different point of views and trying to learn from it and trying to unpoliticize everything. (laughs) It 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 just it, it was. I guess it was my own echo chamber to say, "Hey, way to go!"
0: <laughs> yeah, so good job taking the wrapper off of our, you know, off of the, our topic, so that way we're not inclined any which way except religiously, because I think that's oh yeah, one well thing that, we that goes without saying. Yeah, we can't. But that even from that.
1: To, to me, there's some religious implications here as well.
0: Yes, of course. I mean, just think about this. Like, I don't know if you grew up in this kind of situation, but for me, I remember they were like, "You only read Adventist literature."
1: You you read other li- literature other than Adventist?
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> but when I was growing up, that was like forbidden. Yeah, it was like there's no way you only read Ellen White and any Adventist uh, right author author, and you needed to make sure that that author was not a liberal.
1: Mm. <laughs> so a certain Adventist, not even <laughs> yeah, just not Adventist, just any certain, Adventist, which is interesting. Here, I had a conversation once with someone. Mm. Because we were doing a Bible study, and I chose a non-Adventist uh, lesson study. It mm-hmm. wasn't. It had no specific denomination bent. Mm-hmm. It didn't even teach the. It was on. It was on raising kids. Mm-hmm. So it was just about raising kids. So it didn't even talk about certain theological things that we'd have a problem with. So it never went over state of the dead. It never went over Sabbath. It It was talking about just raising kids and biblical worldview on that. And I had someone say, "Why are you reading that? We have all the re- all the thing we need. We need an Ellen White." I was like, "That's true, and we may move to to one of those books eventually." But I found this valuable. There's some good information here that I feel like we can learn from and glean from, and it was very research based. And it was just very interesting having this conversation with this person uh, because they were just saying how you know it it only needs to be Ellen White or you know an Adventist Adventist literature, which mm-hmm. is funny because Ellen White. And I I don't know if we've mentioned this here before, but Ellen White actually quotes a lot of non. Adventist
0: theologians, thank you
1: <laughs> in her writing. she that's actually correct. quotes them and uses them that's right um so it, it 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 it's interesting I think we I think we do need to learn from that because not only does it open me up to to maybe Bible truths that I've had a blind eye to, mm-hmm. but it also strengthens my beliefs because I can say, "Well, why do I believe this? Let me go back
0: and know my arguments It addresses your why. Yeah. why you believe what you believe, but then it also challenges you to see things from a different light and a different perspective that you might have not taken the moment to do before. So, yeah, don't stymie your growth. But can it be dangerous to look at other things? things? Yes, Okay. it can be. So how do we discern? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, how about pray about it? And if you feel uncomfortable, when you, you don't have to read the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Get exposed to it. And then say, okay, that's not going to work for me, you we, know?
1: Well, you need to compare it against Scripture. Always. Always com- By the way, that was even something Paul said.
0: Oh, yes, he did. Paul
1: even said. I like how you did
0: Hey, that.
1: look at what you read. Look at what you hear. Even everything I say, go back to the Scriptures. That's right. And test it. With the Spirit.
0: Yes. And, and I think we're told also, if it's not according to the law and the prophets, there's no light in them, right? Right. So you got to make sure that whatever you're reading, you understand why you're reading, who you're reading. You know, get to know the author mm-hmm. before you try to dive in and understand every book has a purpose.
1: Fact check it with the Bible.
0: Yes, because they have an agenda. Mm-hmm. Whoever wrote a book has an agenda.
1: And let me say this just like so. Fact check, even Adventist authors with scripture. And if you're a Democrat or a Republican, let's say you're a Democrat and your, your candidate says something, make sure you fact check that as well. <laughs> Be willing to fact check your own party folks. Yes.
0: Are your own structural beliefs. Yes. I mean, fact check our podcast. I mean, you, look, we have, yeah. an, we have an agenda too. Yeah, Our agenda is to create unity. T-
1: to start discussions and create unity.
0: That's it. Right. So we have an agenda with what we're doing and why we're doing it. So investigate it. Get to know it. Know why and get familiar with it so that way you're not deceived yeah. or in an echo chamber.
1: And we know we're going to be wrong at times.
0: And that's part of our... Uh, rules of engagement. Well, anyways, that was our first clickbait. So
1: we'll be right back with our next story. Curcio just made me hungry. Oh. <laughs> he said something right before he touched the the, the button to record. About oh
0: food. man! Oh come on! Yeah, it's I'm, close to lunchtime. I'm
1: airing all our dirty laundry right there.
0: <laughs> he threw me. He threw me under the bus, nah. knowing exactly where my heart is. Mm. Let's get through clickbait so we can get some yeah, grub. Yeah, it's,
1: it's like it's twelve thirty-two and the preacher's still preaching, <laughs> and you know there's that good adventist roast. And potatoes at home and you just you can just smell it and taste it already <laughs> this is what curcio is right
0: now mercy yeah yeah sorry. all right what what clickbait <laughs> you got for me again
1: you see he's trying to get me going. oh no sorry <laughs> all right here's here's clickbait story number two so let me ask you a question to start off ask away do you like flying on airplanes yeah yeah do you like to travel yes i love to travel nice i love but i do not like the act of traveling does that make okay, sense?
0: Okay. So 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 let me get this straight. Mm-hmm. You enjoy your destination but not mm. getting to it.
1: Sometimes I do enjoy getting to it but most of the time I do not.
0: Huh. Okay. Especially
1: if it's all, like I love going to other countries. Yeah. I love going to other countries. Mm-hmm. I I I just I love seeing new cultures and new things and just things that are so different. I uh-huh. love that exploration part of yeah. it. Yeah. But a 12-hour flight is
0: miserable. <laughs> You know, I I don't know. I've never been on a flight longer than five hours. A five-hour flight is miserable. Well, I mean, if you have entertainment, it's not that bad. Even then,
1: Like the seats are tiny. Yeah. The food is usually terrible. And I've seen, like, there's movies I've wanted to see, Mm -hmm. and then I see them on the plane. And then later on, I have, like, flashbacks of how tired I was on this 12-hour flight and... (laughs) And I'm just like, oh, that movie was terrible, when it really wasn't. It was my experience on the plane.
0: Oh, Anyways, okay. Well, that makes sense.
1: Here is the story. Go ahead. So an Australian air carrier, Qantas, announced that they were doing a seven-hour scenic flight to nowhere. Wait. So during the coronavirus, flights basically came to a halt, right? Right. And so they came. they came up with this idea, thinking that some people were missing traveling. Okay. And so they did this flight, and guess what? It sold out in 10 minutes. 10 minutes? The flight sold out in 10 minutes. Buyers snatched up 134 available seats, priced between, get this, $575 and $2,765, depending on the seats. Oh, my! And the flight was basically a big loop (laughs) (laughs) from Australia to Australia, right back in the same
0: airport. Oh, all right, so 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 let's put some context to this. Yeah. All right. Number one, my salary would not fit getting a ticket in the five hundred dollar range to go nowhere. To go nowhere.
1: Like, I if mean, five hundred seventy-five. If I'm going to like Ireland or Europe, I'm like, yeah, yeah I sign me up.
0: Exactly. Yeah. But seven hours in the air, uh huh, doing absolutely nothing. And if you didn't get a window nothing. seat, what are you doing?
1: Yeah. What if you got an aisle <laughs> seat? And here's the thing. I have this weird thing. I, and I'm doing I'm doing a, a little bit of a confession here. I can't, on airplanes. I have to have an aisle seat. OK, because I have this psychological thing uh-huh. that if I'm in the middle seat or the or the window seat mm-hmm. that I have to pee every 10 minutes. Oh, okay. And so I'm like, I'm always scared that I'm gonna have to use the restroom, yeah. and climb over the people over me and bother them, yeah. And so I hate it. There's, it's like mental. If I'm in the middle seat, or the, or the, I'm like, I
0: need to go to the restroom. I need to go to the
1: restroom. <laughs> if I'm in the aisle seat, I'm perfectly normal. Yeah. Well, that's that's
0: interesting. You know, here's my thing. I love window seats mm. because to me, it puts me close to a place where I can lay my head. Yes. And then secondly, I can be entertained by looking outside even if I'm only seeing clouds. I love the idea
1: of a window seat, but my brain doesn't want to climb over a stranger. No,
0: that's all right. But your clickbait is about this trip. Now, now, I don't want to hate on those people. Maybe they did miss flying. I mean, we were cooped up for a long time, everyone in their homes with quarantining and all this other stuff. So, So I get it. Maybe, you know, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. They wanted to get out. They wanted to be the ones to have this experience that's never been done before. And they can say, "I went on a flight to nowhere." You know, it's like—I I mean, I don't know.
1: Listen, if a friend of mine had done this,
0: I would have said to their face, "You're dumb."
1: <laughs> now, I don't want to say it to these people because I don't know, you know, what their situation is. Hey, like. what
0: if somebody who's listening went and took a flight like that?
1: Listen, I would tell you to your face, "You're <laughs> dumb," <laughs> and I mean it. And I'm saying it in all the nicest way possible. I'd listen to you and and try to get your—maybe you love flying. Here's the thing. I, Like I said, I love traveling, but I want to go somewhere. Well, If I'm going back to the place I just started seven hours later, and I've been just cooped up eating
0: airplane food, which (laughs) is no good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I hear you. I mean, okay. So so I I guess – I, I would I would say it was a waste of time and money.
1: The only way this makes sense is if your home life is so terrible and you need a break, and this is the only way to get it. But uh, there's also something called a car. Yeah. Like road,
0: road trips are so much more fun. Yeah, I mean, you get to see more, and you get to stop, and, you know. Yeah, I, I get you. I mean, I just I want to give the benefit of the doubt to the people who wanted it. You to are to being way too kind right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't blame you for feeling the way that you feel. I mean, I would say yes. I mean, in, in, in my context— that would be a complete waste of time and a complete waste of money. You know, so so I'm there and I get it. But then again, there are things that I do that are a complete waste of time and money sometimes. For instance, okay. watching the debate. Well, that's your problem. That was a waste of
1: time. <laughs> Guess what I didn't do? I didn't do that. Instead, and, I watched like, the Yankees win. Oh,
0: dude, I should have watched my Yankees. Yeah, you should have. But anyhow, yeah, it's just kind of how how it goes. But, right. you know, that is an interesting take right
1: there. Why don't you give us some feedback? Why don't you? talk back to us and tell us would you would any of you I'd, I'd love to know would any of you take a seven hour flight to nowhere
0: Yeah tell us respond to us on Instagram diversity on a hill uh, with the sea or you can shoot us an email at diversity on a hill at gmail.com diversity with the sea again and we'd love to hear would you have paid to take that flight to nowhere
1: and if you are you are well, I want to talk to you before I call you dumb dude face.
0: All right. So I'm going to come back with a clickbait here next. Yes. Uh, from, from, from one of my homies. He's not really my homie, but All I right. call him that. All right. Back in a sec. If you're still with us, I'm so glad Because um, PJ just called a bunch of people dumb. I wouldn't call you dumb, but PJ did. So that's just how this one's going to go, I guess. Hey, listen,
1: I didn't call them all dumb. Only the ones that would take a flight to nowhere dumb. And by the way, I'm just getting in the mood of the presidential debate. So I can call whoever I want dumb because I'm in
0: a debating mood. All right. Yeah, it is. It is. It is our podcast. So I guess (laughs) you are entitled to do that. No problem. No problem. So so here's here's my clickbait. All right. All right. It's from my my boy. I call him my boy, Ty Gibson. I only met him a couple times. All right. Haven't really had a lot of conversations with him. He probably doesn't even know who I am. But anyways.
1: Everyone knows Pastor Curcio. If you've met Curcio, you know who he is.
0: No, I don't think so. Uh-oh. But I know one thing about Ty. Mm-hmm. Ty loves Taco Cita. So every oh. time I go to Taco Cita, I'm like, I want to take a pitch and just send it to Ty. I'd be like, Ty, I'm thinking about you, man. But anyhow... Uh, this is what he said about the presidential debate I mean I got to go back to it because so much happened there mm-hmm. I said I might as well make something about it right okay all right so this is what Ty said the president of the United States of America when asked to condemn white supremacist groups would not but instead address the white supremacist group by telling them to stand down and stand by those were the the exact words what
1: does that mean
0: hold on which literally means he gives you he gives you the, oh, the answer <laughs> he here. tells me. Do not engage in violence yet, but be ready to do so. Mm. Okay. Think about that.
1: Did you hear that during the debate? I did. Did you get that during the debate?
0: I didn't understand what he was saying. Okay. I mean, when he was asked, I was really paying attention to see what would he say? Would he really do it? Because, see, the president tried to do that to Biden and told the vice president, former vice president Biden, um, that he wouldn't say uh law and order Mm -hmm. well he did Mm -hmm. biden did say law and order at some point right
1: was he talking about the tv show though and not real law and order
0: (laughs) huh tell me this curcio i don't i believe not (laughs) but the idea was you know he was challenging him because uh the president would say he would lose his left wing people Mm. if he said law and order right but but he said it. I mean, we all want law. Mm-hmm. We need law, and we definitely need order. So yes. that's just—I don't understand what the whole debate there was. Anyhow, so then the president was challenged to say that he, okay, denounces white supremacy. Mm-hmm. And I was waiting to see will he say it. He was then at first he was like, "Well, uh, go ahead and, and and who do you want me to denounce? Who do you want me to denounce? give me a name? You know, give me a name or, or whatever." And and the the Pride the, Boys. the moderator the moderator was just like. He didn't give a name. No, He's he just did. Like, he did eventually he said proud boys. Yeah, eventually. But the point was he never said it. The president never said that he denounces white supremacy. What he said instead was stand down and stand by. Well, and then he I'd, winked.
1: I'd like to listen to that. I'd like to listen to that clip again cuz I thought he said I listened to that clip. I, I did like I didn't watch the debate, but I listened to a couple clicks because I I knew that he had said that on like Facebook and Instagram. People were putting that. So I, I I listened to some. And so it was I was wondering why you got it, because as I was listening to it, it was in one of those where they're speaking over each other and everyone's yeah, yeah. talking at the same time. And they're like, no, one. it was, you know, the debate. No, that I we was had. paying attention. Okay. I was paying close attention. And and I heard him say it, but I knew he had already said it. So I was. not Well, sure. he
0: he has denounced white supremacy before. He has
1: denounced white supremacy as a whole. Yes. Not specific groups. Correct.
0: But when it came to this opportunity, he had the opportunity to do it again in the eye of everyone who was watching the debate. Right? And he chose not to. But then when he says his particular statement of stand down and stand by, if I remember correctly, he winks at the end of it.
1: You know what? We're going to take a small little break and we're going to watch that right now.
0: All right. Good. Let's watch it.
1: So we just listened to it. Now the moderator says, "Are you willing to denounce white supremacy?" And he says, "White supremacy and militia groups." And he says, "Sure." Uh, and then he immediately goes to these leftist groups. No, what
0: that they have to do something about. It. Not yet, because then that's when Biden says, "Proud Boys." Yeah, this they they're all—all three of them are talking over each other, right? right. So it's kind of hard to pick out exactly what I think it was Biden. And then the moderator said, "Yeah, yeah, Proud Boys." And then. The president says, "Yeah, Proud Boys stand down and stand by," is what he says. Yeah, but he, he, why would he say this? I didn't see the wink though.
1: The stand by so part. I,
0: I might have missed that part.
1: What, like, so that the moderator did ask him, "Will you tell tell them to stand down?" Yeah. And so he did say stand down, but he did also say stand by.
0: Correct. So this is what. Yeah, he never he never winked. So I I retract that that statement. I thought. Ah, uh,
1: you see, that was that was your. But, your open-mindedness was not my, coming through, that's huh? That's right. That's uh-huh. right. I
0: assume that that's how he behaved. <laughs> Anyhow, so here's the idea. Ty Gibson says that this is what it means. He says this literally means do not engage in violence yet, but be ready to do so. Hmm. So so here's here's the thought. I had somebody mention this to me. I'm not going to put them out uh, there because I don't have their permission. But they shared that could it be that there are going to be people with weapons at polling places.
1: You know, I don't want to jump to those conclusions yet because we're getting into like some really political deep mired now. And I know that, um, you know, I want to be careful there. Yeah. Because I, I don't have anyone to have that conversation with. I'm really confused as to to the use of those words. And, and, and well, it's intimidating.
0: This yeah. is intimidation politics. Yeah. Right. Where you're, you're trying to go ahead and, and push your agenda and push your way, in essence, On everyone. And this is what he's doing. Right. And and this is why, to me, as as a voter and as an independent, it's frustrating to me because like one of the analysts said, you know who lost this debate?
1: You did because you watched it.
0: Americans. (laughs) Voters lost. You know why? Because It was most of this is mostly what it was. It was a bunch of banter, them talking over one another, calling each other names, somewhat dehumanizing, you know, one another. And then the the question is, why? Why did it have to go to that way? Why? Because everyone knew, according to analysts, everyone knew that the president was going to come in hot. Yeah. And this is how he behaves.
1: Well, now, I, I, I agree with you there. That's his debating style. But we all know that's his debating style. Correct. And I will say that I don't think Biden handled it as well as he could
0: have. No, I listen.
1: Or should have.
0: I, you know, I read, <laughs> I, 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 I read someone's uh, comment that said it was like watching Dumb and Dumber.
1: No, it was watching Grumpy Old Men. Yeah, well, that, yeah, that's, that that's a more accurate one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah oh, I yeah.
0: saw that. But the point is, this is how people were describing it. Yeah. And to me, it's frustrating because I'm like trying to give them both the benefit of the doubt. I'm trying to say, okay, let me hear where you stand. Let me let me hear what you're trying to do so I can make an educated vote. Mm-hmm. And instead, I got reality TV. Here's what it wasn't. And it was bad reality TV.
1: Here's what it wasn't. What wasn't? It wasn't a civil conversation.
0: No, it sure wasn't.
1: It wasn't a debate. This was an argument. True. And what it did is it all this does is pit one side over the other. It's like the first the first talk back. I mean the first uh, clickbait that I shared with you today. Yeah. Once we made it partisan in po- politics, mm-hmm. right?
0: Oh. And name calling. Growth. Yeah. send the growth. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All of a sudden, the, the the real there was no debate here at all. Mm-hmm. It was just name calling. It was arguments. It was talking over each other. There was no civility. Right. And so it, it was what it turned into was the opposite of what I hope we're trying to do here on this podcast.
0: Yeah. And again, and people are saying, you know, this is the worst debate they've ever seen. They're supposed to have two more. And some analysts were like, why would you even have another one of these? Well, I'll but, be
1: honest. Now I want to watch the this. But mind. see,
0: here's the thing. For those <laughs> of us who are undecided mm-hmm. in our voting. Right. This is frustrating.
1: Yeah. There's nothing here substantial.
0: No. Like, I'm going to write in PJ for Sweet. president. Sweet! Like, that's what I'm going to do. Because at this rate... How many votes... Do,
1: like, do you think there's any way to tally how many votes we could get written in for, like, one of us for the podcast? No. Man, I'd love it if they said... To- PJ or PK got point zero 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 one percent of the vote. That's I would it. be ecstatic.
0: Oh dude come on now. At this rate, I'm definitely gonna write in and man, put your that would name.
1: be awesome if there's any way I could do that.
0: I mean this is madness. So 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 here's here's the thing. If my daughters mm-hmm. were watching this, I would struggle to try to help them understand. And I would struggle with trying to get them to see. Or to. Well, I would struggle just in general just to get them to to say, look, this is your role as a as a as an American. Yeah. This is your responsibility to choose who who you want to choose out of these candidates. This is how politics works. You know, it's it would be so hard for me. And I'm saying, come on, President Trump. Come on, Vice President Biden. You guys got to do better, man. Yeah, I know they're not super- listening. I know they're not listening to our podcast. No, no they are now. But, but, no, but, no, you know, gosh. my point is, come on, please help those of us who are undecided really uh, be able to, to to make an educated vote. I mean, I don't want to vote for for the president or or ag- or or against the president only because of what I want from him. You know, like like okay, I don't like what I see, so I'm going to vote for the other candidate just because it's not what I. I'm not seeing what I want to see. You what know you, what I mean? What do you think like, about
1: this concept? Because this is making me think of something.
0: Mm-hmm. There
1: is a concept out there of voting for the lesser of two evils. I've heard that. And I've had friends tell me, "Listen, i voted for this person because it was the lesser of two evils."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What do you think of that concept?
0: It's not wrong. It bugs me. I mean, I don't think it's wrong. But it bugs me. It, it could. Bu- Why does it bug you? What do you think about it, PJ? Tell me. Here's the or thing. tell us if you're voting
1: for the lesser of two evils, mm-hmm. it means you know the person you're voting for is evil. Well, and here's the thing: if it means it's the person you identify with the most, right? Okay. So I've heard certain evangelicals uh, uh, leaders have heard some of the things that Trump has said, or don't like his techniques, or don't like his things, or, or know that he has been. Uh, questionable in some of his behavior Mm -hmm. and in some stuff he's even recorded saying before he was president that was outright uh, crude right but basically their their argument was well it's the lesser of two evils and he supports this belief right but here's what it does is it cheapens your beliefs saying i'm willing to vote for someone who i don't believe in because it's either the lesser of two evils
0: or it's this it's still Evil. Right. But if those are your candidates, you know, you have to vote for someone, I no, see you where don't. they're coming from. No, you but, don't. But here's here's my biggest challenge. Yeah. My biggest challenge is more when people align themselves with someone because they agree on one point. Yeah. Which that is more annoying to me yet. Because think about this. If somebody and I've heard this argument and, and, and this does like drive me mad. Mm-hmm. When somebody's like, I'm gonna vote Republican because Republicans are against abortion. Mm-hmm. And I'm against abortion. Mm-hmm. Okay. So so you mean to tell me that you're going to pigeonhole yourself into voting for a particular party, right? Because you agree with one thing that they stand it for. It
1: is a pretty big thing though.
0: PJ, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. But well, I'm just playing the other side, right? But now. I I get it. But this <laughs> But here's here's my point. One thing one thing. Well, but let's say the other the other party probably has three or four things that 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 is more like you, right? But you, but the one thing that you dub is most important to you is what's gonna drive you to vote for the party, no matter how jacked up the the
1: party is or the representative is. Call me skeptical, but it's not the only one thing. There's other things, but they're using that one as their moral high ground. There's okay. other things they agree with.
0: I can see where it comes from, yeah.
1: But they're using that one thing because they know. I know Kirsey was a Christian, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna choose something which I know he can't argue against. He can't argue against abortion as a pastor mm-hmm. and as a as a Christian. Mm-hmm. so that's what they're using as their moral high ground to defend that vote. So it's not just one thing it's never just one thing
0: yeah, well, that's that's I, I hear where you're coming from and, yeah. I, and I get that but again the 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 common idea and we talked about this in our politics yeah we talk episodes, politics so by the way go, we're going go politics 2.0 here but but <laughs> here's here's the thing if you're going to say i'm going to vote republican because republicans are christians mm-hmm. and i'm not going to vote democrat because they're liberals or or they're pagan or whatever name you want to give them right you know that is not enough like like as an independent it puts me in a place where i know i have the responsibility as an american to vote and 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 put somebody into power or into office, who is going to maybe not cover everything that I believe in and everything, you know, because it's impossible. That would only be Jesus. Exactly. Thank you very much. But then you also have to be responsible in who you're going to vote for and not just vote for because of one thing, dude.
1: (laughs) But it's not one thing. The thing they do, though, they do vote— Many people vote along a line and that's it. They don't they don't so, veer so, from that. we so, we talked about that already. All right, so I don't so, want to go around. So, too so much. let
0: me so let me let me go a little bit further. I know this is this turned into a political debate and not the clickbait, but <laughs> anyways, we, we kind of dealt with that already. So, so 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 here's here's my point. Here, yeah. here here's one for me. I'm an independent. Mm-hmm. That particular point where they're like, Well, you're a Christian, you have to be pro life. Mm-hmm. Well, God is pro choice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Otherwise, he wouldn't have given us the freedom of choice. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So then the argument is, sure, we don't want thou shalt not kill. Mm -hmm. I agree. Mm -hmm. I would rather you not go ahead and abort this child. I would. But then there's that choice element where you still have the choice of whether or not you want to have that kid. So so here was the the person who presented it to me uh, shared it this way. What if that child that the woman is carrying was out of a rape. Mm -hmm. And every time that woman, if she so chooses to keep that child, is going to remind her of that experience that she had that brought this kid into into this world. The kid, out of no fault of their own, could potentially be marginalized. Abused. Abused. Could be completely like... Have a horrible experience that God never would have intended for them to have, but God could have also allowed the baby not to be born, right, and yeah. and and die in the womb or whatever. And they could know? also have a wonderful and life they where they turn to be the next life? president of that's the United States. that's correct. So there is that. So my point is this: if God gives pro-choice, who am I to force someone to not be able to make a choice? Do, does it mean that I agree with the choice? But we do no. that. In, but
1: we do that in certain other areas. Okay, like killing. We do not give people the choice to murder someone. True. So so that's what I'm saying is it's 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 a lot more nuanced. In other words, I am totally pro life. 100%. Right. I agree. I'm not sure and but here's the thing, we live in a democratic country. So we should get together as a civil nation and vote on that kind of as a nation, right? Uh, that's what democracy is. You have representation and you have people represent what the
0: majority feel. Right. But I'm saying you won't vote for a democratic representative. If you classify yourself as a Republican because of one point, but yet potentially there are some things that the democratic representative aligns better with you and your circumstances, but you won't do it because of one point. This is what brings me back to that thing where I'm like, Oh, that is a pet peeve for me when, when people are being so pigeonholed. and yeah, I saying, don't like the
1: pigeonholing, but I don't see everything you're saying. That's fair. Yeah, because I don't believe it's just one point. I never believe it's just one and point. And
0: that's fair. Like, yeah, yeah. I agree. There's probably more things. But when you want to use that as your excuse, yeah. child, please. No, I, I got you. I got you.
1: Lesser of two evils, though, no way. No. If it's evil, write in a third party who you do not believe is evil. <laughs> How's
0: that? Right in at their party, PJ my, for president. And my
1: friends have said that, you know who I'm talking to.
0: Because <laughs> I would
1: say it to your face.
0: PJ for president. There we go. Hey, I like it. I would this. love,
1: I'd love, if someone said they wrote in my name, I would be so happy. <laughs> I'd be like, I ran for president and. I got a vote. I, I, I wouldn't say it. And I got votes. Well, I can't, I, got, I have to have yeah, two to say I got votes.
0: Exactly my point. All right. Yeah, so you got okay. a vote.
1: Well, that was a clickbait that went woo. <laughs> it
0: went all over the place. Yeah. Well, yeah, thank you for Gibson. I for, was definitely gaslighted. Uh, no, no, no. It wasn't <laughs> gaslighting. <laughs> hey, but, uh, we'll
1: be right back with our outro, and I have a quick talk back for us to talk about. Sounds good. You better talk back to me. Uh-oh. Yeah. So we got to talk back. Yeah, we, Here have we to go. Talk back. Oh, by the way, next week's episode is an all talk back episode, which means we are replying to someone who sent us an email.
0: Yeah. And if you want to name it something else, you can also uh, reach us at diversityonahill at gmail.com. To see
1: if they want to call it something other than talk back. Yeah. Or yeah. Or an Instagram. Yeah.
0: You could name a segment. No, don't talk back to me about
1: that. You could name a segment. All right. Oh, okay. Okay. They can right, name a segment. All right. Come on. What you got? What talk well, back to. you get? Um, this is off of our Instagram account, and they were um, talking about episode two, which was "Blank Lives Matter." Mm-hmm. And by the way, I just want to uh, tell you that the person who is replying to me yes. was the good friend of mine, one of the best people I know, who I told you last week. Does we polar our polar opposites oh, on certain yeah, things? Yeah. yeah, So this yeah, was that this guy. was him. Cool. Yeah. So he talked back to us. All right, right away. friend. Thank yeah. you for talking back. What's up? Yeah, what's up? I don't want to give your name yet, but I don't think he'd worry about it because he actually wants to come on the podcast and talk.
0: Sweet. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We're going to have to get him on.
1: Yeah, that would be really interesting. All right. He said, great episode. I feel that sometimes statements are made to be inflammatory in hopes that they will invoke change. Hmm. I, um, I really think that your mission to have a conversation, choosing to avoid that is awesome.
0: Keep up the great work. Shout out to the friend.
1: Yeah, he said that And today I called people dumb, so <laughs> I just contradicted what he said. Oh,
0: goodness. Well, again, oh, you all man. know that there was no ill will or ill intent. I just intent got shamed. There. Please do not <laughs> do not go microaggression on us, please. This was not the intent. Uh PJ was just having some fun.
1: All right. Just remember next week we're going to have a wonderful uh talk back session with Someone who wrote us in an email. Once again, if you want to uh, email us, diversityonahill at gmail.com, spelled with a C, Instagram, diversityonahill. Talk to us. We'd love to hear from you.
0: That's right. So, PJ, you gonna pray for us today?
1: Yeah, let's do it. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so much uh, that you do not clickbait us. We know (laughs) what we read in your word is true. Amen. And is good. Yes. Lord, we pray that we will be able to in all of our conversations, in all of our readings, in all of our listenings, that we will always be able to to go back to the Word and, and see what you are trying to tell us. Yes. Amen. And also how we're uh, supposed to treat others as well. May we have civil conversations that um, unite instead of divide. Mm-hmm. Lord, you, you, you united us with the Lord Jesus Christ back to yes. you, back into a relationship with you, and we thank you for that. Amen. And we pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Grace and peace. This is PJ, and I'm out.
0: It's PK. Many blessings. Till next time.